<clears throat> all right, all right. Okay, okay. What is up, everybody? It's LJ Talks. Facts right here. Expensive facts, like always, of course. Hope you guys are enjoying your Wednesday afternoon. You know, I'm a little bit tired. A little bit uh, pissed off, too. But that's, you know, whatever, to be honest. Um, this is like an emergency type of episode. You know, my AEW Dynamite review will still be tomorrow. Late afternoon, of course. Um, I just thought I'd give my thoughts on my New York Islanders and how they're doing so far this season. So right now, they have a record of 5-6-2. and two. So basically 5-8. and eight. They went 5-8, and eight, you could say, on their 13-game road trip. You know, am I disappointed? Absolutely, I'm disappointed. You know, I know it was a long, long road trip, and they finally have the home opener on Saturday against Calgary, so... A majority of their games are going to be at home now, which is great. But it was just really frustrating watching this team the last four games. Well, I didn't get to see the game yesterday because I was too busy watching the Nets get shellacked by the Warriors. So, so and we'll definitely talk about the Nets soon as well. And I'll give my thoughts on how they're doing. So far, my thoughts are good. So maybe I'll wait like a week or maybe I'll do it in a couple of days and give my thoughts on the Brooklyn Nets. Um... But the Islanders now, it almost seems like everything's starting to fall apart right now. Like, you know, Paul Locks out four to six weeks with a low body injury. You know, he got hurt against the Tampa Bay Lightning on Monday. Josh Bailey has COVID now, and he's quarantining in Florida. So it'll be a while until we see Josh Bailey come back. And it's gonna be definitely going to be a while until Paul Lock comes back. Hopefully it's just four weeks. That's the best-case scenario. Just the offense has been dead. They only have two goals in the last three games it's not good it's not good at all I mean they really ended this road trip in a bad way you know they started off the month red hot they beat Montreal and they beat Winnipeg and it's these last four games just haven't been good and they imploded in the third period against the wild they're up two to one in that game and they imploded I went to the game with my boy James on Veterans Day back on last Thursday and they lost four to nothing I mean, the offense that game looked good because they had over 40-plus shots because Mackenzie Blackwood was just all over us that game. And um, then they had the back-to-back Monday and yesterday against the Lightning and the Panthers. They lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning 4-1. I thought the Islanders overall, I thought they played okay. You know, kind of like the same against the Devils, just after Vasilevsky allowed the first goal to Barzell, that was it. There was just nothing else we could do. And then... We were down 4 to nothing to the Panthers after the first period. Like, Sorokin just didn't look right at all. I mean, Paul Mary finally scored his first goal of the year. It's like, it's about fucking time. <sighs> it's very frustrating these last four games. You could say it's still early. It absolutely is still early. Because right now, the Islanders... See how many points are they out of a playoff spot right now? They are... I mean, they're six points out of a playoff spot. You know, even the Penguins... Or off to a slow start as well. They have almost the same record. They're five, six, and four. They have four overtime slash shootout losses. So the Islanders still have plenty of time to make up ground. You know, they really don't have to worry about anybody playing. And yeah, nobody's playing tonight in the Metro other than Washington, or in the East other than Washington. You know, thir- Thursday tomorrow they got to worry about a few teams. You know, like the Sabers, the Rangers, Penguins, Devils. Okay, every almost every team right here they got to worry about. Friday, I don't think they were. I don't think they were about anybody yet. Nobody from the East playing on Friday, so then it comes down to Saturday, right there. You got that back to back against Calgary and Toronto. Like the Islanders, the rest of the month, got the Flames, 
They got the Maple Leafs, the Rangers. I'm going against the Penguins. Then all those games are at home at UBS. And then they finish up with a two-game road trip as they go to the Garden to play the Rangers. Then they go to Philly to play the Flyers. So these next six games, they are going to be within, you know, the tri-state area, basically. They're not going to have to travel very far. The farthest they're going to have to travel is Philly. That's it. They're going to be home for four straight games. And then they'll be playing the Rangers at the Garden in New York, obviously. And then they just got to go to Philly after that. So, I mean, this six-game stretch, you know, we'll see what happens then. You know, the Islanders got to get red hot right now. It's the time to get hot. I mean, you could say they're banged up. I mean, yeah, without Ryan Paul, that's going to suck. Without Josh Bailey. I mean, Josh Bailey really wasn't doing anything. I think he only has, like, one goal so far. He hasn't done much. He's a liability on the ice. Pollock's been great. It's a shame to see him go down. That's going to be a big hole to fill. Well, now with Bailey out, you know, Kiefer Bellows was playing against the Lightning because Zekas was out. But now Bellows is going to have to play a lot more now. You know, Kiefer Bellows, it's his time to shine. You know, when he came in for Anders Lee last year for the first couple games, he was playing good. But then Trot sat him down. Listen, I, like, I love Barry Trotz, but you got to stop picking the veterans over the younger guys. you got to let the younger guys play. Except, except there's one young guy I don't want playing, and that's Noah Dobson. Because he, he has been dog shit this year. He is looking like a bust. Like, and this is Noah Dobson's first full season. Because he got called up in the 2019-2020 season. He, and then last year was a shortened season. So it wasn't even a full season last year. So it was a shortened season. And when he was here for his first season when he got called up, he did okay. And last year I felt like he played good. In the playoffs he was getting picked apart, especially against Tampa Bay. And this year he's been horrible. So far he's been horrible. That's why Trotz benched him for Sebastian Ajo. And Sebastian Ajo's first two games with the Islanders this year, he's been, he's been okay. Nothing I can say. I can't judge a season based on two games, just Noah, he could base his season off a month so far, he's been terrible. You could say, oh, what about Zeno Char? Yeah, Char hasn't been good either, but he's actually played a lot better this month. Like, Char in October last month did not play good. This month, he has stepped it up, Char. I gotta give him that, he has stepped it up a whole lot this month. You know, and Andy Green, he's gotten a lot of shit, you know, and he just... Played his 1,000th game on Monday. So congratulations to Andy Green. He actually hasn't played that bad either. He's not a goal scorer. He's not a goal scorer defense. Like Chara, back in his prime, you know, he would score goals here and there. You know, he, was a, he was a goal scoring defenseman. He's not that anymore. You know, Green's never been that. So, I mean, Pellick this year has been fine. Mayfield, same thing. And Pollock was playing fine before he got hurt now. So we know Ajo is going to be playing. And now I'd say for Dobson, I'd still sit him. You could say, oh, but now it's a huge chance for Dobson to really step it up right now. If he continues to play like shit, Dobson, I'd say in this back-to-back coming up against Calgary and Toronto, if Dobson plays horrible in both games, even if we win both games, even if we win both games, doesn't matter. If Dobson plays like shit, call up Sallow. It would be a huge test for Sallow when they play the Rangers on Wednesday. That would be huge. And like I said, I'm going to the game against Pittsburgh next Friday. So, hopefully the Islanders get on a hot streak. Hopefully they have three wins in a row because they have to get hot right now. They have to get hot. We know UBS is going to be loud. These first four games are going to feel like 
They're going to feel like playoff games. They're going to be loud. And a lot of guys got to get going now for the Islanders. Like Zach Parise, he still has zero goals. Like, he's done nothing. He's done nothing. He's been a liability. He hasn't done shit. Paul Mary, like I said, he finally scored last night. Barzell, he scored on Monday. You know, Barzell can only do so much. I give Barzell a lot of shit because he still takes penalties at bad times. And he still plays around with the puck, you know. Just shoot it. Like, he has so much go. Like, he can, like I've been saying, he legit can be the right-handed Connor McDavid if he just shoots the puck more. He's faster than Connor McDavid. He's faster than him. He's got the same amount of skill set as him, but he doesn't shoot it. He doesn't shoot the puck. He doesn't shoot the damn puck. That's what Barzell's got to do. Stop playing around with it. And this power play is god-awful. I think they're now, what, 0 for 11, 0 for 12 now these last few games? Fix the damn power play. You know, this team's too talented. This team has a lot of talent, you know, despite their record. They have so much fucking talent. They really do. Even Char in his old age, he still has talent somewhat. This team is very talented. They just haven't been able to hit their stride just yet. But you got to change up the power play somehow because it's just not working. Actually, no, you know what? The people on the power play are fine. It'd be fine. If they, it'd be better if they shoot the damn puck. It'd be much better if they could just shoot the puck. The Islanders haven't had a successful power play like it feels like in years. You see every other team with so much more, with, with, with the same amount of talent. And they do just fine on the power play. The Islanders don't do anything. They don't do anything on the power play. It's the same old shit every game. They just pass it around. They pass it around. Pass it around. I mean, two out of the last three games, they've given up a shorthanded goal. I mean, come on. That's not good. That's fucking horrible. It really is a shame, you know. I'm sure Trotz is pissed. But, you know, you can't fuck. And you put Wallstrom on the fourth line against Tampa. That made no sense. I, I, I don't know what he's trying to do. Like, you know, he's getting, like, he's getting too wonky with these lines, man. I mean, how should these lines be now? Well, let's see. This is how they should do it. The first line should be Lee, Barzell, Wallstrom. The second line should be Beauvillier. Uh, let's see. Beauvillier, Brock. Beauvillier, Brock, and Bellows. Triple Bs. Third line. The third line should be Parise, Pajot, Paul Mary. And the fourth line, Martin Zekas Clutterbuck. That's how it should be. It should not be that complicated. And then when you look at um, the defensive pairings now, now that's kind of complicated. Actually, no, not kind of. It actually is. I would say Pellick Mayfield. Um, is it Pellick Mayfield? Aho Chara? You could try that. And I guess you got to go with Dobson and Green. Because actually, well, Dobson and Green, they were connection. Um, I think, weren't they? Um, they were more of a connection last year. So, yeah, there you go. Actually, that, like, Dobson did fine with Green as his partner. So, yeah, you actually could. Maybe that gives Dobson his confidence back. Because he did good with Andy Green last year. You know, playoffs, we know how Dobson played in the playoffs, but. 
I think you get him with green, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> but like I said, if Dobson still plays like shit these next two games, even if we win, even if they're blowout wins, even if we blow out Calgary and Toronto, even if we somehow do that, but Dobson still plays terrible and he turns it over at times, I'd, I'd fucking send him down to Bridgeport and call up Sallow. That's what I would do. And say, you know what? You need to be fixed. You know what I mean? You know, and with Sorokin... Just last night, he really didn't look good from what I saw. He didn't look good at all. He got pulled after the first period. You really can't blame him. You can't blame Varley either, to be honest. You can't because... When this team's not scoring goals, I mean, it's... It's cheap and easy to blame a goalie for the offense being shit. Because a goaltender can only give you so much. You know what I mean? I mean this team's going to figure it out real quick. I know a lot of people are saying they're not going to make it to the playoffs. Even I was feeling that last night when I was checking the score. And I'm like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Like, you think they would come out fired up and everything. You know, they got to be fired up now because now they're finally home. Now they're finally home. They got to step it up. Trotz has got to really ride these guys now. Like, I don't know what Trotz is saying behind the scenes. I would have to hope that he's getting pissed off with this team. Because this is the worst team he's had so far, Barry Trotz. This is the worst team he's had so far. And it is mostly due to the road trip. I'm not trying to use that as an excuse, but I think any other team that was on a 13-game road trip probably would have the same result. It takes a toll on you. You know what I mean? I mean, the Islanders were doing just fine. They were 5-2-2. Two, two. Now they're 5-6-2. So they were doing great after they beat Winnipeg. I was like, all right, here we go now. Four games left. Let's finish strong. If we, just, if we split these four games, that's fine. But the offense has disappeared. So actually, it's been um, four goals in four games. That's not good. That's not good. This offense is looking like one of the worst offenses in the league right now. They really are. They're not, they're not good right now. I mean, these last three seasons have been magical watching the Islanders. You know, they've been great. This year, like I said, they look the absolute worst. They look like... They really look bad. Just hopefully with them being home now for the majority of the rest of the season... Because I think, like, the biggest road trip they'll have is maybe, like, four games. I think in January when they got to go to... When they got to go to Canada to play Edmonton, Vancouver, um, Calgary. And then I think they got to go to Seattle for a game. That'll be, like, their longest road trip, like, after that. After this 13-game road trip, of course. But majority of the games are going to be at home. You know, they just got to step up. But now, like I said, now it's that next-man-up mentality. You know, they've had to deal with it before. They've had to deal with it before. In the 2019-2020 season, I'm trying to remember, like, who was hurt. Um, who, who was out for a while? Because I know they had, um, I think Sezekis was out for a while. And they had, like, Cole Bardrow in there. And Wallstrom played a little bit. Um, I don't think Bellows is up at that. No, Bellows didn't come until, like, February. Um, there were a couple guys that were down. But there was that next man on mentality. And the Islanders, they fucking started playing great hockey. So that's how they got to be right now. It doesn't matter who is here, who will be here in the future, who's going to come back. You know, it's what we have right now. 
You know, because on paper, this team is still good enough to win games. Because it's talent, the first line. You got the captain, Anders Lee. You got Matty, Bar- you got Matty B, Matt Barzell. You got Oliver Wallstrom. That's a great first line. Andrews Lee with his presence in front of the net. And with his leadership and Matt Barzell with his skills. He's got to shoot the puck more. Wallstrom. Wallstrom is like what Barzell should be. Shoot the puck. Wallstrom shoots the puck. Not always going to score, but at least he shoots the puck. He doesn't play with it. He doesn't try to get fancy. This is not a skills competition. Like This is why I give Barzell so much shit and people get mad at me for it. People get mad at me for giving Barzell shit because he just plays around with the puck. I mean, I know he's only one person, but he's supposed to be a superstar. He's not playing at that level. He's just, he's not. Back in 2017, 2018, where he won the call the trophy, that was a great fucking year out of Barzell. He was shooting the puck, even though he was playing with it at times. He was still shooting the puck. He was shooting the puck more with Doug Wade than he is with Barry Trotz. That doesn't make sense. That's why I give Barzell a lot of shit. You know, it's hard to love him at times. It is. It's hard to love him. And like I said, I was giving him a lot of shit during the playoffs last year. But after game four against Pittsburgh, he played with a rocket up his ass. He was playing great. He played great against Boston. He played amazing against Boston. And against Tampa, I feel like he did good against Tampa. He did. He actually did good against Tampa in the third round. You know, I've just I've given him a lot of shit. You know, and I see some people are starting to come around to it too. Now they're starting to give him shit. I'm like, oh wow. Like, see, I was giving him shit. Now all of you want to give him shit. But you were all giving me shit for giving him shit. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> well, whatever. The hypocrisy is real. Like, you gotta open up your eyes, like seriously. You can't be fucking tone deaf. You can't be blind. You gotta open up your fucking eyes here. But that first line is talented. The second line, you got Beauvillier, you got Nelson, and now you should have Bellows. That should be the second line. No one trots, he'll probably do something stupid. Probably put like fucking, I don't know what he'll do. He'll probably put Johnston on the fucking first line. Instead of fucking Wallstrom, he'll put fucking Johnston with Lee and Barzell. Like he had fucking Komarov with fucking uh, Barzell and Eberle throughout the first round last year. Throughout all rounds last year. That made no sense. Even after Wallstrom, even after Wallstrom was healthy, they didn't play him, which was stupid. But the second line, it should be Beauvillier, Nelson, and Bellows. Because like I said, Beauvillier, you know, I like Beauvillier. He's got his speed. He's a good goal scorer. Brock Nelson. Brock Nelson, he'll give you 20 goals a year. Nelson's great. And Bellows, Bellows is still young. This almost seems like it's his last chance. It almost seems like it's Bellows' last chance right now. Bailey out with COVID. We know when Bailey comes back, his spot's going to be right there. So Bellows is going to go down either way. But Bellows can really prove a point right here. Because, you know, I felt like last year Bellows deserved to play a lot more. Just trot, just gave him a lot of shit, and he benched him. I mean, I don't know how Bellows is behind the scenes. Maybe Bellows has an attitude problem. Maybe that's why he doesn't play. Maybe he's got an attitude problem. Maybe he thinks he's above everybody else. Maybe he causes problems. I don't know. That'll probably never leak out. We don't know. Maybe Trotz just doesn't like him. Maybe there's something about him. I don't know. Maybe Bellows messed up in practice or something. And maybe, I don't know, maybe him and Trotz fucking yelled at each other. I don't know. 
Maybe Bellows is a slacker in practice. I don't know. Maybe he just thinks he's a superstar. I don't know. Maybe that's what he thinks he is. But he still has some talent to him. He does. He's still young. The third line, like I said, should be Parise, Pajot, and Paul Mary. You know, Parise, he hasn't done shit this year. Parise's got to step it up. Pajot, I love Pajot. He's only got one goal this year. He's only got one goal. He's played fine, but he's only got one goal. Same thing with Paul Mary. Paul Mary has moved fine as well, but again, he's only got one goal. That combined line right there has, would have two goals, if that's how the line is. And the fourth line, you know, the identity line with Martin, Zeke, is Clutterbuck. And that's the fourth line right there. You're not going to break that up, of course. That's fine. And with defensive pairings, if it's Pellick, Mayfield, Ajo, Chara, and Dobson and Green, that's fine. That's perfectly fine, but we'll have to see what happens, though. We'll have to see what happens. It's just been embarrassing, you know. They started off this road trip slow, and after they lost to Columbus, you know, they started to win a lot more, you know. And they looked good starting off this month when they beat Montreal and Winnipeg. They looked good. I was like, okay, now they're hitting their stride. Here we go now. Now we can make a nice run. Let's split these fucking four games right here to end the road trip. But they didn't do it. They went 0-4. Just embarrassing. Well, I mean, they got three days off now. They got today off, tomorrow and Friday. UBS is going to be rocking on Saturday. The Islanders could be 0-13 right now, and UBS would still be rocking on Saturday. So, but I know now all the Ranger fans are laughing at the Islanders. I think it's funny because they're just celebrating a November championship. That's basically what they're doing. Like, okay, congratulations, you guys. You see, Ranger fans, they're just, they're not humble people. Most of them are not humble people. They're really not. They're really not humble people at all. What have they been doing the last few years of Rangers? They haven't made it to the playoffs since the 2016-2017 season. They haven't done nothing. They've done nothing. And they call it Mickey Mouse seasons these last two years. I'm like, okay, but what did you guys do in those Mickey Mouse seasons? You guys had a chance to get to the playoffs in 2019-2020, but you got bitched out by Carolina in the qualifying round. And then last year, the Rangers, the same amount of talent that they have right now from last year, they did nothing. They got shut out four times by us and Tom Wilson. That's all I got to say. You let Tom Wilson bitch you out. I mean, come the fuck on. Seriously? And, and you fired your fucking GM. And then they fired the head coach, too, before the season ended. I mean, that's a bad look. It, it really is. I mean, they've played a whole lot better because they're, they're playing at their expectations. With all that talent, they should be on top. So good on them for that. I don't hate the Ranger players. I hate their fans because they're arrogant pricks. You know, okay, be humble right now. Because that can get taken away from you so quickly. You know... There's also come, it also comes down to inexperience for the Rangers. Because how are they going to do in the playoffs? There's a lot of inexperience there. They could crack so easily. Just like they did in the qualifying round of Carolina. They cracked. They had nothing. They didn't do shit. They lost in three games. They lost in three games. They got swept. They didn't do shit against them. They couldn't touch them. Let's say Mickey Mouse seasons. You had the chance to make it to the playoffs. You had a chance. You didn't do it. Just saying, they always talk shit. I'm like, just shut up already. 
He's the same amount of people that say Dennis Potvin still sucks after all these years. But they'll be like, oh, you do the, the Rangers fuck chant all the time. You fucking started with the Potvin chant, so... That's on you, dumbasses. Bunch of idiots. It took you, it took you 54 years to win a Stanley Cup. You know, but just whatever. They love to talk shit. They think they're all high and mighty. Okay, like, good for you. But we'll see on the 24th, and we'll see on the 28th. The Islanders have owned the Rangers the last couple of years. Especially last year, we shut you out four fucking times. Four. Seriously? And three times on your home ice. Three of those were on your home ice. How do you feel? We actually shut you out back-to-back games. Come on. And you want to talk shit? And you can say, well, that was last season. Okay, let's see what happens this season now. Let's see what happens. Because I saw a lot of them celebrating a preseason win against us in overtime. Like, okay, congratulations. You know how to beat us in the preseason. Can you do that, can you do that in the regular season? Let's see if you can. Even in 2017-2018, where the Islanders were absolute dog shit that year. And they swept the Rangers. They swept the Rangers. We were absolutely fucking dog shit that year. We were fucking terrible. And we still swept you. Still did that. So hop off our fucking dicks, alright? Like, cut the shit. Let's see what you're fucking made of on the 24th and the 28th, alright? As we beat you twice, I don't give a shit what the fuck our record is. You want to talk shit about us but you can't beat us? What makes you think you're going to fucking beat elite teams in the playoffs then? If you even make it to the playoffs. Because if you guys don't make it to the playoffs, I'm going to fucking laugh. And be like, now you should shut the fuck up now. Because how many years would that be then? It would be, what, five years? So come on. Be humble. Don't celebrate in fucking November. It's the last thing you can do. Should I celebrate November for my Dallas Cowboys? No, because we haven't made it to the playoffs yet. Should I celebrate for my Brooklyn Nets? No, because we haven't made it to the playoffs yet either. So be fucking humble, you fucking bitches. Be fucking humble then. It's simple as that. But with the Islanders, you know, am I nervous? Of course I'm a little bit nervous right now. Because we're the third worst team in the East right now. We're the third worst team. First is Ottawa, second's Montreal. And we're third. So of course I'm nervous right now. But that could all change in the span of a week. By the time next Friday, after the Islanders play the Penguins, when I go to that game, they could be close to a playoff spot. They could be a point out of a playoff spot. Or they could be in one. They just could be. You never know. So I'm not really worried at all right now. Actually, well, like I said, I'm a little bit worried, but I'm not extremely worried. Where I'm like shaking, thinking, okay, this team's not going to make it to the playoffs. What the fuck? All the expectations. Like, I'm a little bit worried, but I'm not extremely worried. It's mostly due to the road trip and how they play the last four games. You know, it's a bad slump right there. That's all it is. That's all it is right there is a bad slump, but they'll bounce back. You know, it's, it is what, you know, with the type of management that we have, when they get in slumps, they always seem to bounce back. You know, if, if they still had Jack Capuano or Doug Waite in charge or Scott Gordon, then I'd be like, okay, I'm fucking worried. They're not going to do shit now. Because those guys could fuck up this team. 
But Trotz does, you know, he's got to, like, you know, let the young kids play right now. You got Bellos here. You know, you have Ajo. Even though Dobson's a young kid, I really don't want him playing. the way he's played this year. You have Salo in the minors. You can call him up. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be intriguing. It really is. Because when you look at the Islanders defensemen, we know Pelican and Pollock are locked up for years. Mayfield, I think, has a couple years left, I believe, because he signed an extension, I believe, in 2019, in January, I think. So he's got a couple years left. Um Charles only this year. Green's only this year. Dobson, he's on a I think he's on his rookie contract still, so he's got Maybe a couple years left to control. So you know that Green and Char most likely are not going to be here next year. So you have two open spots. So you would think Salah would take one of those spots. You would have to think. Because you know, the defensemen that are guaranteed to be here next year, I would have to say is Pellet Pollock at Mayfield. Because Dobson could be trade bait. You know, he could be trade bait. That's all I'm saying. He could be. But I don't know if anybody will take him. But maybe I'm overreact about Dobson. Maybe Dobson will be fine. I don't know. You know, I've been just very frustrated with the Islanders. It's just... In reality, I know they'll be okay. Because I feel like the home energy... These next few games, it'll give them... That great energy will give them... You know, um, how, how can you say it? Um, it'll give them good vibes. And they'll feel good. Because even if they do beat Calgary on Saturday, they'll still be a few points out. But I think it'll give them a lot of confidence. That's kind of like the word I was looking for. It'll give them confidence. You know, it's kind of like when they went back to the Coliseum in the 18-19 season. And they were kind of like, you know, they were actually weren't doing that bad before they went back to the Coliseum in December. On December 1st against Columbus. They actually weren't playing that bad. You know, they were kind of like in the middle. You know, they were playing okay. Because, actually, not even okay. They were playing good. They kind of struggled the first couple uh, couple games before they went back to the Coliseum. And after, yeah, after they went back to the Coliseum, they started to play good after that. You know, actually, well, they did struggle for a few games at times. But they really got into a groove and they ended off December really strong. So hopefully they can end November strong. You know, I'd say, you know, I would have to say the Islanders got to finish this month 5-1. and one. They got to finish 5-1. and one. They got to win five games. These next six games, you got to win five. You got to go 5-1. and one. You have to. You have to. I know you could say it's a lot to ask for, but they should be 10-7-2 or 10-6-3. By the end of the month. So 10 and 9. They should be 10 and 9 by the end of the month. They have they have to be. They have to be. That's all I'm trying to say. You know, you want me to really believe in this team going forward? Alright, win these next five out of six games. I don't care how you do it, but do it. That's what they gotta do. You know, I believe they're very capable of doing it. It all comes down to, you know, do they underachieve these next five out of six games? Or these next six games in general, do they underachieve? Or do they play at the expectations that they should be playing at? And that's play hard and win these games. 
If they go 6-0, and that would be awesome. That would be awesome if they could end the month like that. If they could end 6-0, that would be amazing. You know, but 5-1, and one, it would give me the same amount of confidence if they finish 6-0. and It will give me the same amount of confidence. It definitely will. So let's ride right now. I got these three days off right here. Today, tomorrow, and Friday. I believe they'll be practicing tomorrow, as they should be. And Saturday night, 7 o'clock. Going to get those home opener introductions. It's uh, very late for them, obviously, but... Here we are, though. Let's ride, though. Let's end this month strong. Go 5-1 and one or go 6-0. and oh. That's what they have to do. It's either or. There's no, oh, this one, this one or that one. No. 5-1 and one or 6-0. and oh. Either or, I'll be perfectly fine. And the confidence level will be through the roof for me. And I'm sure it'll be through the roof just for them as well. But all right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. I will talk to you guys around the same time tomorrow to review AEW Dynamite. I'm going to go to the bar in a little while and go watch it. Well, not a little while, like a couple hours, like after 7.30, of course, um, and go watch it. Should be a fun episode. I can't wait. First uh, show after full gear. Let's see how it is. I think it's going to be a good one. All right, guys. Again, enjoy this episode, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great night, guys.